Seekers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P Freakin' Rochester, also on Apple Freakin' Podcasts, Freakin' Spotify, and Freakin' SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, my name is Taylor the Sandman Freakin' Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Freakin' Sandy the Sandman Freakin' Farkas, and that is it. Jeez Louise, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, this is going to be a different sort of episode because we here at Our Week in Review are reeling. There has been an accident. And we have our suspicions that freaking Dawson is behind it. Now, normally I would say Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, Mayotards, Jeez Louise, start your freaking engines and the panel. I think I say something like that. I have no idea what you usually say. But it is a tough day here because Doug Jordan is out. There was an accident on 490, which cuts right through Rochester, New York. And Doug Jordan was involved. And I'm not sure if someone cut the brake lines in his fish truck, but apparently there is fish carcasses scattered all over 490 and they had to close part of the highway off and I know somehow some way Dawson is behind this like I mentioned perhaps he cut the brake lines and I am very nervous at what he might do to the rest of us. Doug Jordan is fine for Weakers and Tweakers worried, Sandy Vargas included. Well, I mean, he's a bit saken up. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the freaking fact of the matter is that uh, he's he appears fine for now, but, you know, you, you, gotta, you gotta wait and see what the long-term effects are, because uh, if I know freaking Dawson, uh, this is just the freaking tip of the freaking iceberg, and the tip of the freaking... If if you catch my freaking meaning, uh, and we have and we have yet to see what uh, we have yet to see, we yet to see how freaking well endowed he really freaking is. In yeah, this we, situation. we have yet to see the full scope of the shaft. Yeah, when it comes to Dawson and what he has up his trousers. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Doug Jordan is on cleanup duty, trying to salvage the fist, I guess, or he's finishing up his runs. He is not here. Which is unfortunate because we had a great segment for him, but we'll have to save it for another freaking time. Now, Jeeves Louise, down on my knees, I did want to talk about my week. And up until this moment, I had been working on the two-state solution to try to put an end to this impending war that we are in with Dawson and WXXI connections. And it seems now that those efforts are going to be fruitless because we are abolishing right here and right now, and you hear it hurt, fear it first, folks, that we are abolishing the two-state solution. There will be no peace. Dawson cast the first stone, Sandy. Wow, I didn't realize. Yeah, I forgot that it was just the two of us. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, I agree with I agree with you. He cast the first freaking stone, and. Uh, 
and uh, and 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 it seems as if he's casting a few more freaking stones as we freaking speak, and we can't waste any more freaking time uh, working on a freaking peace freaking treaty with this freaking man. It is a freaking moot point. Yeah, we're not gonna wait around for Dawson to pass his stones through his urethra track. We haven't even seen how how big the shaft is yet. So right, that t- that ties in earlier when I mentioned uh, that it was just the tip of the freaking. And that we and we don't even understand the freaking length of the freaking shaft or the girth of the freaking or the girth of the, the freaking shaft, if uh, if I can speak frankly, or what he has, you know, within within the freaking shaft, i.e., the freaking stones that he's casting from his freaking urethra. I think he gets them because he drinks too much milk. That's the four one one I've heard come down the wire from head honchos and stays in brass over here at W A Y O L G B T Q Rochester. Yeah, because that's the thing, you know, we're we're lucky enough that a lot of these freaking radio people, you know, that we, we talk and uh, and we and a lot of the times we're fortunate enough to get to get the scoop. And most of the time, you know, we're really looking for the scoop on Dawson and we have gotten it from the higher ups that he does drink quite a bit of freaking milk. And it does cause quite a bit of freaking uh, kidney stones uh, to be lodged up his, in his dangly Johnson. Yeah, for Uyghurs and Tweegers, the calcium solidifies inside of the kidneys and then makes its way like a fish downstream down the urethra and out the tip. And unfortunately, yeah. Doug was the recipient of that first stone. But there, as far as I'm concerned and what I've heard from Stace and Brass, as I said earlier, I think Dawson is locked and loaded. He might have yeah. six, seven, eight more of these inside of him. Yeah, he's got a he's got a freaking he's 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 got a full metal jacket uh and you know plugged into his freaking schlong and uh and and what we need right now is a freaking bulletproof vest uh, uh but a you know a, a stone proof vest uh, that covers our whole body maybe even like a freaking knight in freaking shining freaking armor uh, maybe even the knight of the round table I'm yeah. sorry I'm freaking I'm 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 absolutely freaking drunk right now. I apologize. He is drunk. He's very drunk. So, geez, Louise, without further freaking ado, uh, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Yeah, a lot to unpack right there. I'm freaking good. Um, um, Had a good week. Um, First of all, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. Uh, I'm the freaking Dickens. And and as I mentioned just previously, a little freaking drunk as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I, my, you know, I poured one out, I poured a, quite a, a hefty, um, uh, pint of freaking brown out because I, I, um, I was under the impression that freaking, uh, our good friend freaking, uh, Jug Dorton was, uh, well, he kicked the freaking bucket. Um, and Dawson had finally freaking, you know, um, put him down, so to speak. So I poured out quite a hefty freaking pint, um, in, in the freaking kitchen. And boy, oh boy, would you freaking believe it? When I went back out to the freaking garage, yeah, he, we've already, he's already freaking cast the second stone. And Taylor, I didn't want to freaking tell you about this before we freaking started recording because I, I knew you were going to freak out, and I wanted to save that for the freaking radio. What, what do you mean? What, what happened? I exactly what I said. He has already freaking cast the freaking second stone from his loins. And what does that mean? Well, it means, um, well, um, Dawson has a freaking, uh, according to the addiction to freaking milk, uh, this is something that we've um, heard from the freaking stage, uh, from the radio people, the freaking stays and brasses that communicate, and in, in doing so, it solidifies uh, freaking stones um, in his, you know, in his freaking t- in his, uh, in his balls, in his balls, um, 
And every once in a while, uh, he, those freaking stones at some point have to be freaking flushed out. Um, it's only natural. You can't leave the freaking stones in there. Uh, or, you know, uh, or, or, you know, uh, and, and regardless. Uh, so finally, you know, the first stone was freaking what he did to Doug. Second stone, well, it's what he did to me. And when, and you haven't told me what it is that he has done. I... I just now I'm realizing that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, after I freaking poured out a freaking hefty pint of freaking brown, I'm not sure if I mentioned that earlier. Uh, I am freaking drunk, by the way. Uh, I went out to the freaking garage, and wouldn't you freaking believe it, Blaze is freaking ransacked. Absolutely, absolutely from top to bottom, freaking ransacked. Wait, you mean that your belongings were strewn about the garage, and for weakers and tweakers, Sandy lives in Doug's garage? Yeah, uh, for weekers and tweakers, I live in freaking Doug's garage, and wouldn't you freaking believe it? When I went out there today, whole place is freaking ransacked. Uh, uh, every every part of the freaking every part of the place is freaking ransacked. You know, some of uh, Doug's old freaking uh, tool drawers before he moves them out to the shed, freaking ransacked. Uh, my freaking bed and my bedding, freaking ransacked. Uh, my little freaking office station uh, where I do the where I record from, absolutely freaking ransacked. I mean, the whole place. I mean, it's Don't just even uh, tell me they ransacked it. They ransacked it, yeah, and um, and I and I looked at I I looked at the whole place and I said this is a this is I I go I I freaking recognize this this ransacking, this is a freaking Dawson signature freaking ransack and uh, and it freaking sprung from his sack uh, when he uh, spurted his stone uh, at me. And the thing about this now that I am seeing things clearly at once finally, the thing that I recognize here is that there must he, Dawson is not acting alone. Dawson has helped. Dawson can't do this all on his own. Yeah. And maybe what we should do is come up with a list of culprits of people that are assisting Dawson in his plan. Well, uh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, this, I mean, the 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 year of our freaking Lord 2020 was quite a was quite a freaking year with a with lots of ups and lots of freaking downs. But most importantly, it was a year where we made a lot of freaking enemies, um, yeah. more so than any year uh, prior. And we we you know we usually wind up finishing off the year with, you know, two or three more freaking enemies. But Jesus, Louise, I think this year we had about freaking four or five. So. It's only a matter of time before freaking Dawson, you know, reaches out to all of them and they join his Melissa. Yeah, there is Doug Gordon, who works with, who used to work with freaking Doug Jordan. I could see him doing the fish truck thing. Then there's also, geez Louise, down on my knees, Stu Gotts, who is bitter as the Dickens because Doug Jordan got him arrested for sexual, uh, well, for, for trespassing. But he's also a sex offender, so he was near a child. Yeah. We don't know exactly what it was that he did, by the way, Weakers and Tweakers. But and, we, uh, coming down from the top, it was bad. Yeah, it was not one of the good ones. Some of them, some of those freaking sexual um, deviancies, uh, you go, well, I mean, that's not, I mean, you let that freaking pass, you know, whether you, you know, um, you know, dropped your freaking trousers in a, in a, um, in a, in a playground to, you know, um, get rid of some of your freaking bodily waste. You can, that, I mean, that can be considered freaking sexual, a sexual deviancy if you're freaking, uh, if your dangly Johnson is plopped out as well. Uh, but from what we've gathered, what Stu Gox was up to was, um, was highly freaking inappropriate. Yeah. So, those um, and those are those are just two. I mean, we have. I mean, 
freaking pastor Lewis, uh, who I don't, I do not believe is a freaking pastor anymore. Um, after uh, after his freaking bender with me, uh, little Larry, uh, who is a uh, little rascal of a, uh, who essentially I guess um, we sort of uh, abducted from a group home and set into the wild. There's Gaston. Uh, Gaston was Doug Jordan's wife's friend, who. Through no fault of our own, we may have caused him to set himself on fire, yeah. causing 90% burns all over his body. Third-degree burns right. over 90% of his body almost died. Yeah. It was a and shell of a man mention, now. Not to mention freaking Nancy, who was Gaston's wife, who um, who I, you know, well, I... I couldn't see her anymore. You know, I couldn't, I wasn't, I wasn't trying, you know, I, I got a lot of stuff that I need to figure out before I can get serious with anybody. So I had to, you know, call it quits with her too. And my, she was, last I saw her, she was very upset. Sandy was having sex with Gaston's wife is what he's trying to say. So there is a list of culprits a mile wide. Yeah. And a full and me- sack of stones. Yeah. And, Meanwhile, here we are friggin' sitting in the war room playing with piles and piles of yarn trying to draft up a two-state solution. Well, this man is friggin' planning a three-way friggin' attack, uh, one of which being the friggin' fish truck uh, against Doug Jordan, second one obviously being the ransacking of my friggin' domicile, Doug, Gordon, Doug Jordan's friggin' garage, and point three of his three-way attack has yet to friggin' reveal itself. Yeah. But I got, a friggin', I got a feeling it's going to be a friggin' doozy. Yeah, and Jesus Louise down on my knees. I have been watching a show. It is an online show. It is a podcast, but it is also a show. It is called the Chicago Tony V Show. And Jesus Louise down on my knees. This guy is a hardened mobster for entertainment purposes, is what he says. I think that's because he doesn't want to get in any legal trouble. But he is a former mobster, and I am damned if I I have basically been planning to reach out to him and see if he'll offer some of his advice on how to get rid of Dawson because who knows better than him this guy is basically Tony Soprano and freaking geez Louise down on my knees freaking Tony Montana to, to, uh, J- Joe Montana all rolled into one yeah with a little freaking Tony Danza in there as well yeah just for good measure yeah, well, he's the most unpredictable one. You never know what he's gonna what he's gonna freaking get get it get into. Yeah, Uyghurs and Tweegers, who knew that we would find ourselves in this situation at the beginning of 2021? It is. We are basically up to our freaking eyes right now, Uyghurs and Tweegers, and luckily we think best when we are under pressure. So, hopefully, we'll find a speedy solution. Yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> that actually leads us perfectly to the next freaking segment. With the world experiencing turmoil in unison for the first time since World War II, we here at Our Week understand that it may be difficult to look ahead at the future with hopefulness and optimism. Though the COVID-19 pandemic may have depleted our a collective stamina for positivity, we would like to engage weakers and tweakers in a dreamscape exercise to conjure a brighter and stable future in an all-new segment called Our Week's Guide to where do we see ourselves in five years so Jeeves Louise down on my knees we did an article a while ago about the Spanish flu and in a 1918 the Spanish flu ravaged this country and the world 
But once we got over it, right around the corner was the Roaring Twenties. People doing the Charleston, Charleston Chew, and people having sex and wearing fancy hats. And it was an all-out throwdown sexual experience. So what we want to do here, have a little dreamscape and uh, dreamscape exercise where we can use the eight category systems analysis. The first one being food, the second one being shelter, the third being clothing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, the seventh being geography, and the eighth miscellaneous, which everybody knows is sex. So without further freaking ado, I will start food. Now that people's sense of smell and taste come back, After COVID, those that have survived, may those that haven't rest in peace. We are going to be gorging ourselves, much like they did in ancient Rome and Greece. And the vomitoriums will be back. And the toiletoriums will be freaking back, but we're going to save that, geez always. People will be literally gorging themselves on top of toilet, eating giant bologna, uncut bologna hot dogs hot dogs as wide as a freaking bologna with mustard and mayo on top, sauerkraut, onions, maybe chili dog, sucking on a chili dog. A lot of people are going to be sucking on chili dogs once this thing is finally over. And that's where I see myself in five years, sucking on a freaking chili dog, eating freaking all sorts of freaking food. Maybe the freaking Jeez Louise down on my knees, the oatmeal freaking tuna fish substitute mayo with the raisins and it will come to fruition. I'll figure out a good recipe and we'll start eating that too. Sandy, it's the Sandman Fargus. Number two is Selter. Um, well, uh, for number two is freaking Selter. Uh, you know, uh, throwing it back to the Roaring Twenties uh, and, and the, this freaking era of freaking promiscuity that freaking came about, uh, I believe the freaking bathhouses are going to be going to be freaking reemerging. Yeah. Uh, the please interrupt me. The freaking YMCA uh, will be uh, will be a freaking hotspot for freaking uh, sexual freaking explorations um, and and quite a few freaking deviancies as well. But the freaking um, the good ones. Uh, and uh, the freaking the brothels. Uh, the uh, I, I think you'll see a lot more of the houses that uh, that, that Tadia was living in popping up everywhere. You know, maybe you might have two or three of them right down the freaking road from you, and they won't freaking hide it anymore. It'll be a, it'll be a point of freaking pride. This is what we do. Uh, this is the kind of shelter that we freaking live on. And I, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, one thousand freaking dollars. They're all gonna be freaking sucking on chili dogs if you know what I freaking mean. Yeah, and I think sun sunroofs are gonna come back in because. Because people, if they have to stay inside again, they want to see the sun. Well, yeah, shelter is my uh, is my uh, Sorry. my Sorry. category. So please, yeah, I didn't interrupt you when you were sucking on all your chili dogs or when you're and when we wasted quite a quite a bit of time talking about your freaking tuna oatmeal thing, which I we really I was never a good idea, and it should and we should stop talking about it. It'll work. Now, number three is clothing. So, weakers and tweakers, we're going to harken back to the Roaring Twenties with this one. In the future, though, we're going to have future flappers. The flappers are back. They're going to be wearing these weird hats that that are... Everything is going to be Art Deco hats. And the ladies are going to be more flamboyant than ever. And the men are going to be more flamboyant than ever. Feathers everywhere. And the feathers will have the stink of sex on them because they will be used to tickle the areas of the body that are open to sexual 
that are holes for sex. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, they, this, the flappers are back. That's all I can say. Like I yeah. said before, the Charleston. People are going to be doing the Charleston quite a bit. Which and Charleston Chew for food. I I need to jump back real quick. Charleston Chews will obviously come back in a big way. Goodbye, Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. Time to go. Time to freaking time to go back back to the freaking time of the freaking chew. Yeah. So number oh, four is toilet. Sandy Vargas, please. Yeah. Um. Uh, I apologize. I um threw up in my mouth. Um. Just a tiny bit. Uh. The part number four is freaking uh, toilet. Uh, this is going to be. This is gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and harken back to the freaking Roaring Tonys for this one. Um, although, imagine the Roaring Tonys uh, in the freaking future. Um, for this toilet, um, you're gonna be seeing a lot more freaking toilets, and they're not gonna look the same way that, that they've looked uh, for for quite some time. Basically, people are gonna be using the whole freaking wide world as a freaking toilet. People are going to be dropping their trousers in the middle of the street, right on the sidewalk, and using it as a toilet. Uh, people are going to be out in parks using it as a toilet. Uh, public swimming pools, big, big freaking toilet. Um, big, big freaking toilet that people will also be having freaking sex in. I mean, it, it's just part of this. It's just part of this uh, promiscuity and freaking and freedom and 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 exploration and and, ma- and basically just trying to freaking become a become a freaking uh, freaking society again. You know, we yeah. gotta we gotta break down the freaking barriers. No more freaking stall doors on the freaking toilet. We're gonna put them out in there in the freaking open. You walk into a freaking bathroom, we're gonna see is four toilets right smack dab in the middle of the room, all right next to each other. Or maybe a toilet which faces another toilet. So if two people are going to the bathroom, they have to stare into each other's freaking eyes and don't, maybe even freaking hold hands. Maybe even freaking play with themselves or each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I always thought that maybe they would make some sort of jetpack, but it's not a jetpack. It just it attaches to your rear freaking end. You carry it on your backpack, and then you just it's a mobile toilet. You poop whenever you want. You pee whenever you want. And and the yeah. and the to- the tubes are clear, so you can see it travel and store in the backpack that you carry on your back. Right. Well, you're explaining is a freaking colostomy bag, and we're gonna do away with those as well. Um, what, what what the people that used to be attached to freaking colostomy bags not anymore. We're gonna let that all hang loose. Uh, you're gonna be able to see everything freaking drip and drop right out of everyone. Uh, uh, and it is gonna be a freaking beautiful thing. And and let's just hope you're not freaking eating a sucking down one of those chili dogs when you walk by one of these people uh, leaking uh, leaking. Well, yeah, because a chili dog basically looks like it's already been eaten and. And evacuated yeah. out of the rear freaking end by the time it's going in. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. That leads us to cars and motorcycles. Obviously, there are going to be lots of them because people are going to be going out. But I want to harken back to the 20s, the roaring freaking 20s. The horse and buggy is going to come back in a very romantic way. And I don't mean the way that Doug Jordan would be thinking about it if he were here right now with us, where he would be wanting to have sex with the horse yeah. and get rid of the buggy altogether. Yeah. He'd, say, he'd probably say, I'll take the horse, hold the buggy, if you know what I mean. Obviously, he would say that the buggy just gets in the way. He'd say, basically, I'll be the freaking buggy on the back end of that horse. So, geez, Louise, that's cars and motorcycles for you. Moving along, Sandy Farkas, with six sports. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh, if if we if we do ourselves a favor real quick and harken back to the Roaring Twenties uh, of the freaking of yesteryear, um, you'll see that there were no freaking there were no freaking sports. 
No, there was no freaking interest in freaking sporting events. It was replaced with freaking sex and freaking promiscuity and the freaking flappers and 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 so I don't think I, I think we're going to see a lot less freaking sports. Uh, it's it's going to freaking take a back seat. We're going to have to find uh, new reasons to get together and swap dips uh, because sports are going to be gone. It's uh, maybe instead of uh, freaking watching sports on freaking Sunday. Uh, we'll all gather around the TV and watch a, I don't know, freaking pornographic film. Uh, and we'll all be free, uh, freaking encouraged to, I don't know, freaking play with ourselves in front of each other. And, 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 you know, and, um, and, and, um, and, and who knows, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe that'll, maybe that'll be a tradition that sticks around or maybe we'll give up, uh, you know, um, in, in another five years after that. Yeah. I think that the live sex shows will be a great place for us to swap dip and enjoy a, a nice bean dip in front of, Maybe one of your neighbors who's having sex with their significant other, or maybe having sex with another one of your neighbors, and they swap spouses, and they're doing it right in front of you, and you're just eating dip, bean dip. Yeah. And Doug yeah, Jordan's you're, you're, there with a freaking, he's just dressed like a French maid with nothing on but an apron, bringing out bean dip after bean dip, and it's like, enough with the bean dip already, Doug Jordan. Yeah, Doug, I got to tell you, this 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 new tradition we have is, is less so about the freaking bean dip and more so about, you know, getting to um, getting to getting to experience new freaking new new people, new freaking new 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 just to experience something new. Yeah, the yeah. next one is geography. Jeez Louise, down on my knees, the world. And then it moves on to number eight miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. And that one's just sort of self-explanatory. Everybody is going to be having sex with each other. Yeah, like in the 20s. Yeah, I wonder if anybody from the twenties will still be alive then, and will be having sex in a few years. Old people, you know, because old people got to get in on this too. Yeah, and I think I think I think I think when the when these old people see what's happening and they remember, oh, this is what happened back when I was in the roaring twenties. You know, they will become reinvi- uh, reinvigorated, and uh, excuse me, and they will, uh, and and maybe even. Who knows? Expand their life a little bit. You know, maybe give them a maybe give them a um, what 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 uh, what do you say? A freaking second, a second freaking wind. Yeah, they will no longer be seen as the burden that they are today. So, geez, Louise, Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you. Our week's news and discussions is next. If you want to call in, join the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, police in Warren, Michigan, began looking for a man suspected of pooping in unlocked cars at two area auto shops, according to the Detroit Free Press. Both Mr. Friendly Auto Service and Twin Tire Service said they have fallen victim to the hilarious prank. Mr. Friendly's security footage revealed a man grabbing a sanitary napkin, opening a customer's van, and emptying his bowels. The second incident took place again in a van. According to a Twin Tire service employee, the vehicle was having an electrical problem fix and therefore could not be locked. Luckily, the second stink was frozen due to cold temperatures and was easily shoveled out before staff thoroughly cleaned the automobile. The employee claims that security footage shows the mystery pooper's license plate. A similar incident happened in October in a nearby Van Buren township. An unidentified man went into a major, pooped in an empty box, and left it on the shelf. Police would not speculate on whether the incidents were connected. Currently, the search is ongoing. So, geez louise, down on my knees, we got a hilarious prank in action. It was, it's, it's still in its infinite, infinity. It's still a baby. It's a baby poop prank, still. And who knows how big this thing could get. 
Sandy Sargis, care to speculate? Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, obviously, I freaking, I, 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 I freaking look forward to this, uh, reaching its freaking climax, um, so very much. Uh, this is a freaking absolutely hilarious freaking prank, uh, by one of the freaking masters. Uh, and, and what I think, what I find very freaking funny is that he has his own freaking automobile, which he can absolutely freaking poop in himself if, if that's what, if that's really what he was going for. Yeah. If he was just a guy who loves pooping in cars, he has a freaking car. Go to the bathroom in your own freaking car. But that's how you know it's a freaking prank is that he's driving his car to other freaking cars to get into them and poop in them. And he, and he has a freaking sanitary freaking napkin. So he really, he doesn't want the freaking mess on his hands at all. It's all about freaking spreading the mess, which I just absolutely freaking love. Um, if you're listening, um, uh, whoever you are, for, please freaking call in. We would love to freaking give you a freaking prize or two. And we would love to freaking have you on the show and maybe even replace freaking one of our freaking, um, dead freaking uh, co-hosts. Yeah. It would be wonderful to talk to you and speak to you and God bless you for your service. Last week, multi-instrumentalist Johnny Pacheco died, according to CNN. He was 85. The Dominican-born, quote, godfather of salsa attended the Juilliard School and later co-founded Fania Records. The record label was a major contributor to the popularization of Latin music in the U.S. Quote, he was much more than a musician, band leader, writer, arranger, and producer. He was a visionary, the record label said in a press release. His music will live on eternally, and we are forever grateful to have been part of his wonderful journey. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, a guy who invented salsa died. And I cannot imagine a world without salsa. Yeah. And when, then I've been telling people to do this for a long time. With the way that I like to eat salsa is you cut it 50-50 blend. You take salsa, and you take mayo, and you mix it together into a cream salsa. And it makes like, it's kind of like almost a cream cheese salsa. And you dip your chips right into it. It is delicious. It goes on a good on a burger. You could put it on a bologna sandwich or make a tostada. It is, I mean, could you imagine life without salsa? So Pacheco, God bless you. Yeah, uh, but uh, I want to say what you just explained uh, is disgusting. Uh, mayo and salsa mixture, um absolutely freaking disgusting but uh i would like to take this moment to freaking thank johnny pachechico um for uh for creating freaking salsa you know which is in many ways uh the original freaking dip uh and without that freaking dip it would not uh, you know give birth to the many other freaking dips of the world um you know uh and 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 for that we owe you a great freaking debt of freaking thanks uh pachechico 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 what is the heck? One of my Pachinko, Pachinko, Pachinko. God bless him. Yeah, yeah. And, and he another will, guy. The beautiful thing he, is that this guy's gonna live on in his salsas. Yeah. Right. And what's also interesting is Pachenko is a freaking is a freaking Eastern European descent, obviously. And to think that a guy of Eastern European descent created a freaking salsa is just. It's just a freaking unfreaking believable. Because when you think of freaking Eastern European cuisine, you think of, you know, freaking mud pies, um, um, you know, just food that looks gray in general, um, and freaking tasteless and a bore, uh, quite honestly. Yeah, I think of pierogies, but that might not even be Eastern Europe, but I'd still think of it. 
I forgot about freaking pierogies, which is, which is, which, which this, and this is a, this is a freaking hot take that I've been freaking waiting to freaking drop on everybody. Uh, what, what, what is the freaking difference between a freaking pierogi and a freaking ravioli anyway? Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. And also, by the way, there's stroganoff, which I was stroganoff earlier today. Yeah. That is an easy joke. And you're in. And I nailed it. Oh, all right. Last week, an Edinburgh man forever lost his tongue after a woman bit it off during an altercation, according to Edinburgh Evening News. Bethany Ryan pled guilty to assault after her an altercation with James McKenzie ended in violence. Although the parties involved did not previously know each other, Ryan and McKenzie began arguing in the streets of downtown Edinburgh, Scotland. According to reports, Ryan tried to walk away from the altercation, but McKenzie came after the 27-year-old woman with a raised fist. In an unusual defense tactic, Ryan grabbed McKenzie, kissed him, and then bit a two by three centimeter chunk of his tongue off. The man then spit the piece of tongue out, at which point a seagull picked it up, swallowed it, and flew away. Sentencing has been deferred to a later date. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, this guy got his tongue bit off. Yeah, and then a freaking seagull came by and swallowed it. I never had tongue. Excuse me? I've never eaten tongue before. Like a cow's oh. tongue, they serve it sometimes, I think. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback on what you said. Uh, I've also never eaten tongue. Uh, though I have uh, I have had a few freaking French uh, freaking kisses in my life. Yeah. Uh, I- none of which, don't interrupt me, none of which ended with uh, my freaking tongue uh, being bit off. Yeah. This poor fella only has half a tongue now. I wonder yeah. what his voice will sound like. I wonder if he's gonna f- go after that freaking that freaking uh, freaking seagull and freaking destroy it, try and and get his freaking tongue back. Yeah, it'll be like his whale. Oh, um, sure, freaking you're referencing freaking uh, Moby Dick. Yeah, big Moby Dick. So um, I gotta tell you, for the longest time, I thought that book was called Moby's Dick. I like Moby the musician. He's a little bald guy, plays bass, sings songs. Yeah, he gives me he gives me the freaking he gives me the creeps. He sort of he gives me sort of a sort of a um, well, I guess a freaking sex offender vibe. If I'm being honest, there was an issue he had recently where he and I read this in the papers put in a book that he had a sexual relationship with Jesus Louise down to my knees, Natalie Portman, and it was completely false. And Natalie Portman made sure that he allowed that claim to be known as false and he admitted that he lied Jesus you think that he would know that that would happen yeah you're putting it in a book um freaking Moby you know it's uh people people freaking read these freaking books yeah gets out there although it's kind of it's also it's actually kind of surprising that anyone read Moby's book yeah I read Moby I tried to read Moby Dick confused me Last week, a dog inherited $5 million after his owner died last year, according to BBC. Bill Doris left his dog Lulu in the care of his friend Martha Burton after he died last year. The will states that Burton is to be reimbursed for Lulu's reasonable monthly expenses. When Doris died, his estate was worth in excess of $5 million. So what's a dog going to do with $5 million? Get a real big bone? 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, this this freaking this reminds me of a uh, of a freaking I believe it was a freaking Disney Disney film that came out in the freaking early '90s uh, by the name of freaking Blank Check. A uh, little boy uh, is given a freaking blank check when he gets when I think when a rich businessman criminal uh, runs him over with his limousine. And with that freaking blank check, he writes $1 million. Just so happens the guy freaking has $1 million lying around. And this kid buys a freaking gigantic mansion. He hires freaking professional freaking help. Uh, he gets him, he throws him, he basically uses what seems like a lot more than one freaking million dollars. And, uh, and it reminds me of freaking that. What is, what is this freaking dog going to do with, with freaking 5 million? And he tries to have sex with his teacher too, which a lot of people don't remember that part. Well, I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he actually freaking does it. And he's got he's got a hot teacher. Yeah. So always. maybe this dog will have sex with Martha Burton. Yeah. So that would sort of tie that up for us nicely. Put a bow on it. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We have one more final segment to get to. It's our week's sight unseen. Jeez Louise, down on my knees, how this works. We take two movies that we haven't seen yet. We read the synopses, and then we tell you which one to freaking go see and which one to go put on blast and not watch at all. Without further freaking ado, the first movie is I Care A Lot 2020. Poised with shark-like self-assurance, Marla Grayson is a professional court-appointed guardian for dozen of elderly wards whose assets she sees through dubious but legal means. It's a well-oiled racket that Marla and her business partner and lover, Fran, use with brutal efficiency on their latest cherry. Jennifer Peterson, a wealthy retiree with no living heirs or family. But when their mark turns out to have an equally shady secret of her own and connections to a volatile gangster played by Peter Dinklage, Marla is forced to level up in a game only predators can play. One that's neither fair nor square. Starring Roseman Pike, Tiny Peter Dinklage, Diane West, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as Judge Lomax, and directed by Jay Blakens Blakeson. So, geez, Louis Blakeson's back for one thing. Yeah, and he's and thank God. We got a well. I mean, for this one, we have a lot of people who are freaking back. Uh, first of all, uh, Tiny Peter Dinklage, he's freaking back. And when whenever he goes away for a short period of time, it's always such a freaking welcome return. When freaking Peter, Tiny Peter, freaking uh, Peter, uh, I guess it's Peter Tiny Dinklage um, returns, uh, it's just so exciting. And it's just also great to have the freaking one of the greatest characters in all of freaking cinema history, Judge Lomax. He is freaking back. Uh, and it's been a while since we freaking saw Judge Lomax last time. Yeah. Now I am imagining, and Peter Dinklage in this movie is absolutely freaking hilarious he is escaped freshly off of a freaking show off of a out of the circus believe it or not and he has a cane and long fingernails and he's very calculating and he has it out for miss marla and her lover fran whom and he doesn't and he will not he'll stop at nothing and he and he, one of his signature trademarks is to sneak in to small little places that would be normally hard to fit in, like overhead compartments on airplanes. And what, just when you think you've escaped, guess what? He's on the airplane right with you inside of your freaking luggage. Yeah. Yeah. And this and it's just it's it's just it's a it's very much a freaking cat 
um, cat and mouse type story. Only imagine if we're a freaking mouse and cat, or the mouse, little teeny tiny little mouse, is chasing after the freaking big freaking cats. Uh, because Dinklage, I mean, the, the, some of the, I mean the, the the most exciting scenes in this movie is when you see the the size of some of these sp- spaces that he can freaking wedge himself into, and those are the most exciting moments. You go, there's no way he's going to be able to get into that thing. Sure enough, he freaking does. And uh, and it all freaking culminates in a gigantic freaking courtroom freaking battle uh, that you know you you don't know what what who's what what there's just freaking twists and freaking turns galore until ultimately freaking Judge Lomax rips off his freaking mask and he's freaking Dunkirk and he freaking pulls up a freaking double barrel shotgun and he says he says we you got we need you we need you guys needed to speak with the president and my favorite scene from this movie is when. She goes to microwave a burrito, and it's in a hotel where they are known for their small little microwaves. And she turns it on, and geez Louise, down on my knees, Dinklage is already inside of it. And and you just see him sitting there spinning. And that is how he gets. That's when he grows powers because of the radio waves. He becomes, yeah. he becomes a force to reckon with at this point. And, geez, Louise, down to my knees. If you think Dinklage was bad to start with, well, imagine him with freaking mutant powers. Yeah, and and I I, I don't want to give any freaking spoiler alerts, but. I will tell you this. Wait until after the freaking credits because there's a little freaking teaser in there uh, where she's um, once again at a freaking hotel and she's using the freaking microwave and she puts a freaking burrito in there and she's scared from earlier because she's traumatized by what she saw. And she she microwaves the burrito and she opens it and she's so relieved because there's no freaking dinklage in the microwave. But then that's when she freaking puts the burrito on the plate and goes to freaking cut into it. And you hear the tiniest little squeal and she opens up the freaking tortilla yeah, and yep, you freaking guessed it. Tiny Peter Dinklage has gotten himself into one small space. He's wrapped up in a freaking burrito, shivering. Yeah, and he's covered in beans and salsa. Yeah, yeah, he's covered in beans, cheese, and freaking salsa. Well, and uh, and I don't exactly know what that's setting up. I don't know if that's setting up for a sequel. Um, it seems sort of unlikely, because uh, I don't really know where you're supposed to go with that. But yeah, a freaking just, hilarious scene, nonetheless. He just sort of growls, and then it cuts to black. So there's I, yeah, it's it supposed to scare you or something. It, I I was frightened to be honest with you. The next movie is Palmer 2021. Former high school football star Eddie Palmer went from hometown hero to convicted felon, earning himself 12 years in a state penitentiary for attempted murder. He returns home to Louisiana, where he moves back in with his grandmother and finds employment as a school janitor. Palmer can't escape the watchful eye of his small-town community, and he is haunted by memories of his glory days. After a neighbor disappears on a bender, Palmer is forced to look after her 7-year-old non-binary son, Sam. The two forge a connection through their experience of being made to feel different by those around them. Life improves for Palmer and a romance develops between him and Sam's teacher, Maggie. An inspiring and unexpected journey unfolds for the three of them. But soon Palmer's past threatens to tear apart his new this new life. Starring Justin Timberlake, Ryder Allen, June Squibb, Juno Temple, and J.D. Evermore as Principal Forbes. Directed by Fisher Stevens. So, geez louise, down on my knees. This one is a dramatic tale of a once glorious football player now ruined by years in prison 
hardened. Jesus Louise. And he comes back out and he is trying to assimilate to life on the outside as a janitor. But he also loves math. And he is very smart at math. And he starts solving all these mysteries on boards and leaving them up. Well, geez, Louise, down, down on my knees, the math professor is like, who has been solving these mysteries? Who is yeah. writing these mysteries and solving them? Clear as yeah. day on these blackboards outside of my room. And the last person they would ever expect is the jailbird janitor. That's what this movie should have been called, by the way. And Palmer is finally discovered. But it turns out that the reason he is so smart is because he has a tumor on his brain. And the tumor is giving him special powers. He can learn languages very fast. And he can move things with his mind, like a wrench or a pen or a mop. And as he falls in love with this little boy the tumor starts to take over. And because of how close he is with this little boy and the boy's teacher, they start to get the tumor as well because it's contagious. And they develop powers, though the powers will eventually kill them. And at the end of the movie, he Palmer is racing to discover a cure for his tumor, a cure so that he can keep it, but that also it won't kill him. And he does, and he takes it, and he, and he is healed, and, but then he only was able to make enough for one of them, and he has a choice to make. Save the boy or the woman he loves. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but the boy is not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, the boy dies, uh, because Palmer chooses uh, the woman um, because um, though he loves the boy, uh, he doesn't. He only wants to have sex with the teacher, who is a full-grown adult freaking woman. Yeah, yeah. And and quite honestly, we can all freaking relate to Regan Palmer in this scenario. If I was uh, uh, had to choose between a young boy that I had a relationship with, um, let's say for instance, uh, little freaking Mike Mike Doug Jr. or a freaking beautiful freaking busty freaking woman, um, aka freaking maybe Doug's wife, I'd probably let freaking Mike Jr. freaking uh, perish, um, perish, uh, perish in freaking flames, quite honestly, um, to get a freaking, uh, to have a chance with freaking, well, freaking Palmer is an absolutely dog movie. Uh, I do not freaking recommend it to anyone. Uh, boring. And, uh, and the only good part is when freaking uh, Dunkirk shows up. So other than that, it was no good. The thing, though, that we may have glossed over is the side story that's going on with J.D. Evermore as Principal Forbes. Now, Principal Forbes has a student that he has it out for. And this student has skipped so many days that he won't be able to graduate high school. So Principal Forbes knows that this kid is skipping and it's an unexcused absence. But the kid says he's sick and he's out on the town, freaking making the rounds, going to art museums, driving in race cars, going out to eat sausage. Baseball games. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. This guy, this kid is throwing costs into the wind to have one good day. And Principal Forbes is determined to catch this kid in the act and send him back because he hates him so much that he wants him to come back to school one more year and spend time with him. 
That's how much he hates this kid. Then he can't let him graduate because he's like, well, you can't leave. It makes, if you think about it, it makes total sense. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, it is a glorious affair. This principal Forbes goes through the ringer to get this kid. And eventually he does get him. Yeah. But right after he freaking gets him, he gets freaking run over by a by a, an automobile. Uh, in a pretty gruesome scene, you see his head uh, freaking crack open. Uh, it is not the way you were you were expecting it to go. But the kid, uh, freaking played by freaking Juno Temple, uh, hilarious little boy. Um, promises he says and basically he freaking picks up the freaking mush left behind from principal forbes's head and he holds it up and he says i promise i'll go back to school i promise i'll freaking go and i'll become a freaking and i'll learn uh how to be a very good person and then by the when the credits are freaking rolling you realize that freaking juno temple the little boy ends up being the freaking felon it's a freaking time it was one of those freaking stupid time loop movies yeah they were that then that then it's a circle sort of yeah it's an infinity symbol where it's an eight but sideways right and by the end of this movie honestly you probably just wish you watched the movie sideways with paul giamatti much funnier freaking movie uh i would freaking pick freaking ugly paul giamatti over all these freaking idiots any freaking day and uh then i'll freaking die on that freaking hill um much like freaking uh, principal freaking forums and actually, we did forget to mention that in the previous movie, I Care A Lot, Paul Giamatti actually plays Peter Dinklage's dad. So yeah. if you haven't seen Paul Giamatti in a while, geez, Louise, down on my knees, he is back in rare yeah, form. He, yeah, because he plays sort of like a, uh, have you ever seen the movie Freaking Junior, where Freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes pregnant and gives birth to a baby? Um, basically, what we have here in I Care A Lot is Freaking uh, Paul Giamatti becomes Freaking pregnant with a baby and he gives birth to Freaking tiny peter dinklage coming out uh fully grown which is still extremely small yeah yeah, yeah. but he has a beard and he is mischievous and that's how he ends up in the circus because obviously circus paul giamatti is not capable of raising the child on his own but he does and have also connections. The freaking, also the circus master yeah uh which you which you'll probably recognize i mean he's basically playing a freaking danny devito type character uh as a man who runs a circus and abuses all the freaking uh, circus folk yeah just as Danny DeVito does in real life. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Palmer is a big piece, a big pile and piece of dump. And I care a lot is actually quite good. Yeah. So, we can't tell you which one to go see, but you need to, if you do need to see one, it's got to be I care a lot and you cannot see Palmer. Yeah. But also, uh, this is an ill timed movie to come out for Justin Timberlake, who is embroiled in turmoil. He has. Recently, he is just off a fresh apology, apologizing to two women, one Janet Jackson, brother of Michael Jackson, may he rest in peace, although we most likely is burning in hell, unfortunately, for everyone, but geez louise, that's all I can say about it, and then also to Britney Spears, who is in a hell of her own, because her father controls her, much like a puppet master. He did something like, uh, he, you know, we can go ahead and hearken back to freaking uh, Moby's freaking autobiography where he claimed to have sex with Natalie Portman, uh, and it turned out to be freaking false. Justin Timberlake back in the day claimed to have sex with Britney Spears, and it was freaking true, and it caused everyone a freaking, a whole, just a whole freaking slew of freaking uh, unfortunate freaking uh, uh, feelings and, and circumstances and, uh, and when freaking what have you, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you what the you don't want to do is admit to having sex to, with someone that you have had sex with. Yeah, 
That's like any relationship I've ever been in, and, and that is a number one woman named Chrissy. She will never admit to having sex with me. And I said, no, we did have sex once. We've dated yeah. for a very long time, and we finally made love after we broke up. And it was a joyous, joyous experience for me. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, I'm, I'm freaking believe you. God bless you. And Jesus, well, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, this has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, Jesus, Louise, down on my knees. You know what, Sandy? I thought I saw freaking Judge Mathis in Ortego Grill the other day. Clear as day before you got there, we were going into the back of into the war room to do some more planning on the two-state solution before we decided to abolish it altogether and go on full-out war with Dawson. <laughs> and in the freaking, right in the Ortego Grill, only other piece per person in there, freaking, yep, you guessed it, freaking Judge Mathis. And I went up, I said, Mr. Mathis, I love you on television. I have a radio show, and I would love to talk your ear off about some of the broadcasting elements that you use in your freaking show. And he just stared at me blank. And he, I could tell he was judging me, which I thought was very freaking obviously fitting. And as I'm staring into his beady, yellowish red eyes, I realize it's not Judge Mathis at all. It doesn't even look like him. Yeah. Well, freaking Larry Brown told me a couple weeks back, he said, you never, don't ever try to engage with the guests. Uh, here for freaking crouching night and i believe that's the night that it was and uh i don't think uh i think you should leave those folks alone and especially if you think one of them is judge mathis from television and then which show was his on what was judge mathis about what did he specialize in uh i think he was just uh Sort of a no-nonsense version of Judge Judy. Sort of, you know, just sort of wasn't, sort of wouldn't, 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 wouldn't take any freaking, uh, wouldn't take no. Uh, he just was sort of a, well, just sort of a, just sort of a no-nonsense uh, male Judge Judy. Uh, Judge Judy. I'm um, Judge Judy Three in Shineland. I'm a big, I'm a big Judas Shineland fan. I would love to see her in more things. Maybe play, maybe do a different show where she's not a judge. Maybe a reality show. Well, she was on. She was the host of uh, The Weakest Link back in the day. That was a great show, and I loved her oh. on it. Yeah, hilarious freaking show. You are the weakest link. You sounded like freaking uh, Borat. Yeah, I love Borat too. Yeah, he is freaking hilarious. When he puts on that freaking bathing suit, geez Louise, I'm freaking every single time I'm freaking keeled over. He's got a thong of his butt cheeks. Yeah, it goes right up his. Uh, well, for any weekers, I don't know if we're still recording. For weekers and tweakers, uh, the freaking the, the, uh, the swimsuit goes right up his freaking butt cheeks, and you can barely, you can almost, you can basically see his freaking testicles as well. Yeah, it's yep. such a tight little, uh, tight little freaking package. Yep. Can I come over? What? 